One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tough. I'm Matt Riddle. I fought all around the world in steel cages, knocking people out and breaking bones. It's what I do. So again, do you want me to knock them out or tap them out? August 1 warning, identity revealed as the MMA legend Tito Ortiz. Welcome to We Don't Know Evolve <laughs> 3. Rise or fall. Um, I nope, 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 no. Nope. We don't know evolve three, <laughs> evolve well, three, rise or fall. Um, there you nope. go, folks. Sorry, didn't mean to let you down. I host Sam, joined by co-host Bucky. Bucky, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, I've I got a scratchy. Uh, thing happening here. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. I uh, inhaled a bunch of sawdust, uh, as has been well documented, uh, over the weekend. And then I went to see the uh, the Nick Gage Invitational and screamed a lot. And uh, this is two days later. This is what my voice still sounds like. So there you go. Sounds like a rocking time um, and yeah. ill-advised in a lot oh, of ways. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so yeah, I, f- I figured the best way to uh, fix the ailments that are caused by uh, um, you know inhaling a bunch of sawdust into your lungs is to go inhale a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, light Mercury. tube, uh, yeah, uh, spooky dust as they call it. Spooky dust. Yeah, I've yeah, never. You, you did it. You just did the. That was the Dave Prezak voice. You nailed it. <laughs> you want? You Thank watch you. the show? Yeah. Um, cool. You were there. I didn't, see, I didn't see you there. Wow. Um, yeah, that's how. Yeah, I've um, master impersonations. Um, I am the Wait. Dana Carvey of. Yeah, uh, Dana Car- <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see the the post about uh, how Master of Disguise was filming the Turtle Club scene on nine eleven? Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! I saw that. I was at work and I showed that to four different people and then I realized that I was the oldest person like in my general vicinity and that none of them knew what the fuck like first of all who Dana Carvey is. Masters guys is that's a cultural moment. So like that's not on you. I've never seen it, but I I like it you you've, everyone knows the turtle scene. Like if you don't like what are you? 16? Yeah. Are you working I, with a bunch of underage kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah it seems illegal. Um, I, I'm the I'm an intern, so are they? <laughs> um, that's good. That's I'm good. I'm two sixteen year olds uh, on on each other's think... shoulders. Is that how that works? That'd be very tall. There, I think. Yeah, that would be like eight foot. Dep- depends. depends. You know, sixteen year olds. I guess. <laughs> um, how are you? How are you? I'm sir? I'm okay. I woke up from a nap. My tradition of we don't know evolve is to take a nap before we record um right because i make you record at 11 p.m i'm like you know what i don't have a kid i don't gotta fucking stay awake during this i i'm gonna nap with my pup um, massive respect and, Big ups to you. and then i pop open an energy drink um so when i'm done with the show i can't fall asleep That's um, good. 
So there's a lot of strategy at play here, a lot of min-maxing, uh, as it were. Um, yeah, you've really mastered the meta game. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm excelling at a level that I didn't think was possible in podcasting, but um, I'm glad you noticed. So <laughs> we're going to talk about Evolve 3, uh, a yeah. show. Um, let it, me, as let me just say... I, I think this opening banter is good. I don't think we should necessarily expand upon it. Uh, but if I think, I think, so I don't look wait, this is like, this is like the fourth time we've talked, uh, ever, but I consider you a friend now yeah. and you don't have to, you don't have to reciprocate that. It's fine. If you don't feel that way about me, it's cool. Um, I'll, I'll <laughs> I feel something. Is that, that's awesome. Is, is that it. friendship? <laughs> It depends, man. It's all subjective. Um, I think if, for whatever reason, we start one of these shows and the um, the conversation takes us to places that do not include Evolve Wrestling, I think that's fine um, because Evolve Wrestling, not not that good. Also, Evolve Wrestling isn't even Evolve Wrestling, you know? It, they go their own places. Yeah. Um, I... We won't talk about the entire beginning portion. Um, I'm not going to break it down for you. Um, oh, yeah. I got notes. Hang on. Uh, okay. You, oh, no, you go, you go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go do ahead. you want me to break it down for you? you scene by scene. Um, I, uh, can't. I don't have to. There's only one specific point thing I want to point out um, outside of um, me starting to wonder if Gabe Sapolsky is the one delivering the Code of Honor, not Lenny Leonard. Um, yeah. I had that revelation. Uh, I was listening to it. I was like, is that – I've heard Lenny yeah. Leonard a lot. Is that Gabe Sapolsky? Um, same person. Same. Never, it might as well I've be. seen him in the same room at the so, same time. Maybe they were trading spot. Either bouncing in and out, um, tagging in, tagging out, code of honor, they here you go, respect. completely, and they oh, just. Just yeah, ooh, silky like smooth. Um, mm. You don't even know they're there until they're there in your ears. Um. So, of course, you're talking about the ROE, the Rules of Evolve. The Rules of Evolve. Yes, the ROE. Um, So, I I mean, I guess it could be Gabe, and maybe we could get um, in our corrections section. um, Somebody could hook us up uh, with the, of course, uh, wdkevolve at gmail.com if you want to send us a correction, uh, subject line uh, corrections, uh, just so we know, because we get a lot of emails. we want to know we're going to get to the stuff that we need to get to first, uh, which is the corrections. Yeah. Uh, I I assumed this was Lenny Leonard, and I okay. assumed he was barefooted and kicking it when he recorded this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can't stop thinking about Lenny Leonard kicking it um, ever since Evolve Two. So, <laughs> same. It's... We'll talk more about it later. <laughs> it's good okay. Uh, well, this was a good show while it lasted. Um, I did want to note one thing um, about this this beginning portion of Evolve Three: Rise or Fall. Um, the Brad Allen he does his <laughs> opening portion. Um, he yep. says he, he's doing everything right in the ring <laughs> and in his personal life. In then his personal life. Then looks to the sky, looks to the heavens at his mother. They show a portrait of her. It's very cinematic. Um, and I thought that was like that's and that's probably Gabe's career peak um, as a cinematographer in professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was you. You you can't beat that. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I, at, at this point, I'm working on under the assumption that his mom has not passed away, that his mom is just the sky, and that the sky opened up and gave birth to Alan Brad Attitude. She just lives in a sky village, maybe? Maybe she's one of them sky people. It's the sky, yeah, sky village. Is that like a like a funkadelic song, like a Parliament funkadelic song? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's got some good. Maybe I don't. I don't listen to a lot of funkadelic music. That's all right. That's all right. Um, we're gonna. We're gonna. There's a lot of episodes of this show. We can get to be. it. And uh, I'll tell you what the uh, the the funk arc of Evolve Wrestling doesn't come until uh, well after the Grapple Fuck arc. Uh, the Grapple Funk arc, of course. Uh, well known for when uh, Timothy At- Thatcher uh, grew out an afro and, uh, you know, started wearing sequins on his pants. Um, I have a thing here that I didn't realize this was in a 4-3 aspect ratio. Um, the first two shows, do you, were they? I don't. Probably. I don't know. I, I don't watch them in full screen. You don't? <laughs> they're just on the side. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, they're. A tiny corner. I'm taking it in by osmosis half the time. Yeah. Just 240p. Yeah. You watch it at 144p. Yeah, I dropped that. I was like, I want to feel like I'm somewhere else and that this yeah. actually isn't on my computer. Um, <laughs> you you stretch the, the screen. like a, you, you know you can crop it, but you can also like change the aspect ratio so it's all, everybody looks like wide. Yeah, I want my boys <laughs> thick. Um, yeah. And if I have to force it, I'll force it. Yeah, I could see that. I wonder what, I wonder what Lenny Leonard's feet look like if I, hang on, I'm gonna open Adobe Photoshop, CC sixty four. Oh, can you can you? Uh, actually, no, I'll find it. I'll dig it up. I was gonna ask you to forward me that picture again. Um, oh, I got, I got it. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think the post is in. Oh our no, shop. yeah, I got it. Yeah, I pulled it up. I pulled it up. He is a deleter. That's the other thing. Oh, so, that <sighs> horny son of a bitch. <laughs> Did he delete his feet? He deleted his feet. Oh no! Don't delete uh, the feet. Tweet, tweet, Don't tweet. delete. Sorry. Right, like Ryback. Right? Didn't he do that? All right, I got you. I'm gonna DM it to you on Twitter. Uh, it'll be there in two seconds. Um, I gotta scroll through my okay. wedding. Ha- hashtag, uh, first. Everyone, who, everyone, <laughs> use the hashtag Bring Back Lion Leonard's feet um, on Twitter. Um, thank you. But yeah. Hey. Okay. Um, yeah, you'll have it in just a moment. There's the. There's the. Oh. Damn. Those feet. Yeah, he's kicking it. Um. No, I Damn. Okay. Well. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully maybe one day it'll come through. Oh wait, no, that's a picture of my wife's. Feet. <laughs> oh, always getting mixed up. Always getting mixed up. <laughs> it's like legitimately, I was like scrolling through and I like. This is a picture of my wife's feet. <laughs> yeah. She got her toenails painted for her. We got, we got married. Um, there's Lenny Leonard's feet. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I'm I just sure that was a gift, uh, a gift to her to compare her feet to Lenny Leonard's. Oh, she knows. She knows about it. Um, uh, let's see. I, yeah. Okay. There you go. That's the opening of Evolve 3, Lenny Leonard's feet. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if you could put a racist show Lance uh, tweet and we're in this one. You can, you can excellent on his feet. Um, yeah, I could, I could put it on the TV. Yeah, yeah um, it's perfect. I don't have those pictures for some reason. Every time somebody shares the racist Joe Lanza tweets, it's all already like photoshopped, 
and I never got the raw image, so I can't make those. Um, so yeah, anybody who's listening, if you if you follow Joe, you're not blocked. Um, yeah, take some screenshots. What I want you to do is search his name, followed by every racial slur you can think of, um, and just start screenshotting because there's plenty of stuff to pull. Um, that's Joe M. Lanza. That's at Joe M. as in Michael Lanza on Twitter or uh, twitter.com slash Joe M. Lanza. Um, yeah, just it's not even going to be hard. All kinds of shit. Dude, just post stuff. It's crazy. He just doesn't. I'm real maverick. Just like Nike. Just like Cap. Um, Cap. Cap. Yeah, all right. So here's here's your homework. Type Joe M. Lanza Kaepernick into the search bar. Yeah, that's probably good. Give you something good. Almost definitely. Um, Seems like it's going to be a problem. Um, So Chuck is chatting with the leader of the Akuma army. Uh, known transphobe Chuck Taylor. Known transphobe Chuck Taylor. Um, proud um, R- Russell Splania um, promoter. <laughs> Friend, Chuck of Taylor. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, <laughs> but that other show. <laughs> not this show. I don't know Chuck. Um, seems like a weirdo. Um, Ch- Chuck just bends over to the camera. And uh, tells them to kiss his derriere um, because they should have been paying attention to him before this. Um, you know, I I guess in a way I would do that maybe. Um, this is a bad segment. Yeah, but I didn't show my butt to the camera. I'm proud of it. He didn't show it. He just like he, he just... just bent over. He didn't like. Yeah. He didn't sh- like. There was no skin. So I sh- guess like that's not commitment to your art form. Mm. Show your asshole, pussy. If you're if you're proud of your um little little uh butthole, you should be yeah. like just just show it. Yeah. Um. This is this is direct to DVD. You're not like there's no rating system here. Yeah. W- would we respect Lenny if he didn't show the feet? <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Though I. But he did. I 100 percent guarantee you that we would not be talking about Lenny's feet if he was wearing socks. That's right. That's right. That pick would have gone straight into the recycle bin. Just would have really scrolled right past that shit. (laughs) I would have downloaded it, (laughs) and then I would have right-clicked on it, and I would have deleted it. Um, I love the symbolic gesture. Found something else to jerk off to. Um. So next segment. Um. (laughs) After. uh, Oh, Akuma does the Akuma face in that segment. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Like five times. Five times. He has no lines. The ugliest man in America. Yeah, um, Akuma's arc in Evolve so far is going to pick, take, it takes an interesting <laughs> turn on Evolve three. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. We'll oh, yeah. get to we'll it. Get, but it's, yeah. It changes. For um, now, let's just say the John Merrick of Evolve. I don't know who John Merrick is. Is uh, uh, look it up. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> you have to write it down later. Do how do you do spell later. Merrick? M e r r i c k. Okay. Um. Then, then we got the next segment. Chris Hero says Brad Allen is is just trying to act important. He's just uh, he's just talking the big game. Um, they said that Brad doesn't even know Japanese, um, <laughs> which I think um, I won't contextualize that for you. Actually, um, I I wouldn't. <laughs> that, that wasn't the thing. I wouldn't <laughs> respect that either. Um, 
Hadaka knew, knew English. It wasn't that Brad knew Japanese. I don't. No, I think they were they were saying that Brad should have spoke to Hadaka in his native tongue. Um, okay, like, right, right. Like he shouldn't try to fucking force like Hadaka to speak English right now. You know, the like, American Kuza Chris Hero. <laughs> fucking show some respect. He's a legend. Um, <laughs> Claudio Sarugi. <laughs> um. Still, uh, we're three shows deep. This is the most built to match in Evolve history. Um, and just a reminder, this match does not happen yeah. um, in the history of Evolve. Um, it's not too late, maybe, but I'm gonna say Gabe has not probably forgotten about this. But he's not like he's not like bursting at the seams to give you this one. So not a great book. Maybe Cage match is wrong. Maybe this match is on this show. Um. Then, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Then Bobby Fish meets with um, Claudio and Chris in the back, um, and they really they 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 code it because they're like, "Yeah, did you talk? I, did, did you hear about hear from Ken Lee?" Um, Ken Lee, um, and I'm like, I don't really know who Ken Lee is. Um, Have you ever heard of this? Like, what? What? Is this is have you do you know who Ken Lee is? I don't know who Ken Lee is, but like I figured out who Ken Lee was, you know, by just like using context clues. Yeah, and I just like it, they talked about like like oh it's like the Dana White of the Southwest or the Southeast. I mean, um, it this is so weird. Well, Are this we... was essentially Bobby Fish telling Chris Hero, hey 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 brother, I'm also I'm going back to I'm going back to professional wrestling Noah, um. Did you hear that? And Hero had had heard that, um, which was that conversation. So Hero says he's going to give Fish the rub. Um, I love it when workers talk worker talk uh, mm. in in the back because um, this is this is a uh, documentary crew. So this is like complete shoot fucking. This is this is that real shit. Um, the realest raw shit. And then Chris Hero says he's good, but I don't know about all that. Um, at some point, I don't remember the context, but I quoted it, so I thought it was pretty good. Um, sure, Chris Hero is wearing like a Nelly Band-Aid on his cheek. Yeah, he's he's got a look going. Yeah, I thought he was gonna. I think it'd be cool if he did like the song Dilemma, and then Claudio like sang the Kelly Rowland parts. Um. I think um, no, over and over again would have been preferred. Um, yeah, sure. And then Claudio sings the Tim McGraw parts. Sure, sure. Um, I listened to that song for two hours once straight. Um, I heard that song within the last like two weeks. Um, it was a radio promotion, and my dad was like a big fan of it, so he just left the radio on um, while we were working with him. So it was really cool. Um, Sounds like a great memory of you and your dad. Yeah, it's a it's just a sneak peek uh, into the lives of of me and my father. <laughs> awesome. Um, calls sexy Chucky e. T sneaky. Um, you wait. Your dad calls sexy. No, this was Chris Hero. Sorry, I should have I should have <laughs> re uh, removed ourselves from talking about my dad for a second. Uh, we'll get back to him. We'll get back to him. Um, sure. Sneaky. Sneaky Chucky T. Uh, Claudio doesn't talk at all, actually, during this entire segment. I think it goes like five minutes. He doesn't talk one one sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, word. the Akuma of the Kings of Wrestling, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, not as bad of a face, though. Um, not even close. No, yeah, you can't. 
I get have nightmares over Akuma's face. Um, sorry, sorry, don't don't leave our DM group just because I'm making fun of Akuma's face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we got first match. Ugly the... oh. bitch solidarity. Yeah. <laughs> got I, I, I couldn't think of I couldn't think of the wording of it, so I took. I'm sorry, it took me a second. You will edit out the pause there. No. Yeah, I'll edit that out for sure. I always do. Um, yeah. The first match. Are you ready for the first match? I thought I was, man. And then the first guy came out. And I was like, oh, okay. Believe that. Believe that <laughs> is um, Sammy Callahan versus Adam Cole. Both mm. entering in at O and O. Mm. You know who's really O and O? I guess it doesn't really make sense. I was going to say the audience, but really we're all, we're all, we're like, we're like O and then a number above zero you know what i mean yeah what i'm going for yeah, here it's a negative number right yes maybe well, it's an o and one that's yeah yes that's what of that or even higher but yes that's kind of boy i was really upset when sammy callahan came out i know you're i know you like i mean i i, I have moments where i like sammy callahan too but i wasn't like i was like oh fuck oh, great and then and then adam cole came out and i was like oh fuck Adam Cole's got some like old, some of them green trunks with the uh, with the palm trees. Um, oh, yeah. it's a strong look. Yeah, he's he's ready to challenge for the CCW Iron Man title. Absolutely, for one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It looks dumb as fuck. It's wonderful. Um, at some point during Sam Callahan's entrance, he takes off his straps, and then when you come, they come back to him, his straps are back on. Mm. Um, so I wish I would. They I wish they really zoomed in on that so we could watch the whole act happen. It's a continuity error. It's a thing you just hire a better script supervisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe, storytelling. Um, yeah. First thing I noticed, crowd. The last show had a reason. There was apparently a storm of some sort that kept everyone away. Mm, that was the reason. Sure. Yes. Um, less so of this this time, and it's it's looking some some weak sauce right now. I'll tell you this, this also, there's also a reason why this crowd is, is pretty slim. You, you know the reason? Um, they did not bring any, um, stars from Japan. I mean, I guess I was just going to say it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be pretty simple and just say it's cause it's bad. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Gabe didn't put his, I also don't think Gabe, you know, worked work those parking lots. Didn't put any of them, uh, flyers in them, them, uh, of windows. Oh, you t- you telling me that Sean Davis and Larry Dallas are ineffective in their role in their secondary role as the street team? And when I say street team, I don't mean they're uh, dealing pills. Um, because that's their that's their first role. That's the first role. <laughs> um, so what did you think about this match? I think you didn't like it, but like I want you to be like just direct with me here. You know, surprisingly okay match. Are the that's three words I have written down. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was all right. Um, I, so I, I, as much as I've seen Sammy Callahan regress in like the last two or four years or however long it's been since he started being terrible, um, I used to like him. I used to kind of like him a lot. Um, Adam Cole's, uh, terrible. He's always been terrible, but yeah, I've, I was kind of, I got some, I got some spots written down that I liked here, but we'll get to that if you want to. 
if you want to dig in, but I, I thought this match was all right. Yeah, this match was a fine opener. Um, I feel like a lot of the stuff on this card is going to be me just saying fine a lot, which is um, not really exciting um, or in-depth. But I don't... Match goes six minutes, 57 seconds. Cage match, thank you. Um, oh, okay. Cage match, thank Trigger. Trigger, baby. Um, Dr. Striga, thank you. Um, PhD. Oh, my dog just sneezed. Sorry, scared me. <laughs> you thought it was, you thought you said Striga three times and he came to haunt <laughs> it scared you? scared me. Yeah, he's coming for me. Um, so yeah, the, the, Sammy was the aggressor of the match and Adam Cole just kind of took it, um, for the most part. Um, <laughs> which I guess is okay. fine. It worked. It functioned. Um, do you want, what spots did you want to talk about? Um, I have, I mean, I just have a few things. Just write, list um, them. I love when you list spots. Yeah, that's, yes, I will. I actually wrote down every spot that happened in the match in order um, with no actual opinions about if they were good or um, if they were effective in the uh, storytelling sense. And I will go ahead and list them now. Um, no, uh, the, I have a foot capture backflip over the top and Sammy lands on his feet on the floor um which reminded me like how athletic he used to be um he he always had like a weird body he was always like kind of a strange looking dude but like in this era you can tell he's like a young man like the road has not destroyed him physically and mentally yet um i mean he's, he's probably got like holes in his brain already in 2010 he's almost definitely uh like for instance, beat up a woman at this point in his life. But he can land on his feet from a backflip, so that's pretty impressive, right? Um, I've got a baseball slide into wheelbarrow on the floor into suplex onto the apron. <laughs> it's stupid, but it hurts. Um, Callahan reversing a top rope front drop kick into a sky high is stupid, but looks like it hurts. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of dumb, there's a lot of fucking bullshit here that, like, inexplicably lands with impact, and I think that's pretty cool. You know, uh, this is a CZW match, man. There's a couple of CZW matches on this show. Um, Sammy does all the same shit that he does now. Um, a lot of the same spots, but everything in this feels like, well, I guess everything now feels like a. a a guy doing, you know, fake intensity, trying really hard to look tough. Um, and this is like, um, well, all right. So it still feels like fake intensity, but it feels like Sammy believes himself. Like every match Sammy had in, uh, it's 2010, right? 2010, uh, in this era, he would just regularly work himself into a shoot and think that he was the toughest, scariest little fucker on the planet. And it makes things kind of work. Um, and then he, I don't know, he, he still does the thing where he says bye and he like waves at the guy before he beats him, which is, I like remember that he was always a little bitch ass loser. So anyways, match was surprisingly pretty good. So yeah, Sandy always moved 100 miles per hour during this time period from like 2010 to 2011. 
Um, now he's going like 55. He's going like, once they say, hey, end of 30 mile per hour zone. Um, <laughs> which is okay, but not not this, um, where he's throwing himself into everything he's doing, whether that means he's throwing himself into every strike or he's throwing himself into every bump. Um, and I think that's what make, made him so entertaining to watch during this period because um, even when he's only given seven minutes he makes those seven minutes count because you're going to remember stuff like that dumb wheelbarrow onto the apron um, where yeah. he just gets bashed um, Lenny Leonard commentary of the match um, <laughs> if we were in Memphis this would be it for Adam Cole that's what it means when the straps come down in Memphis um, I like how he doesn't end that sentence with that's what it means when the straps come down. He adds in, in Memphis. So you get two instances of Memphis back-to-back, which is ideal. Thank you, Lenny Leonard, and your feet. Man. You think his feet would get over in the, in the Mid-South Coliseum? Uh... No, Leo Burke territory, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get uh, Musgrave on the phone. <laughs> Are you for, or is he still around? Is that guy? Yeah, I, every so often I'll see him pop up somewhere, whether it be a message board or Twitter. Um, let's ask him about Lenny Leonard's feet. Yeah. Um, what that is. Um, I'm just going to start adding wrestlers with Lenny Leonard's feet and be like, so, yes or no? Um, yeah. How you feeling? Uh, um, uh, Steven Pettit Poss is that the fucking guy's name? <laughs> I never watched any of that shit. I know like uh, some people are really into the Maritimes, but uh, it seems bad to me. Seems like uh, seems like a place where like Gabe could probably get over as the Booker. Um, I can't be- I can't believe we saw uh, Sammy pull down the straps. I really I, it, that I gave it an extra uh, extra star, a full extra star for that. Um, which moved it from five to six. So that was my rating for this one. Uh, it's a Gandalf. It's. I was thinking Ron Swanson, but you know we're here for it. Um, next match: Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Um, my first comment was Ricochet is fun to watch. Gargano isn't. Um. So this I think is an oh mediocre match, maybe a below mediocre. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Is all right. Is mediocre like so? Mediocre is a weird word that's become like a like pretty much an insult. Like oh, it's mediocre, which means it's trash. But also, I'm not like super offended by it. Um, but mediocre is actually supposed to mean like literally middle of the road. Like this is halfway between good and bad. Do you actually believe this is mediocre? Or do you think it's like fucking bad? Cause I thought this was bad. I didn't think it was fucking bad, but I thought it was bad. You know, okay. it's not fucking bad. Sure. What do you think about Ricochet's hair? Oh, so yes. He's definitely changed his look up. Like it's, it was, Man. It's a va- I think it's a vast improvement. You fucking what? It's a vast improvement. Over what exactly? Uh, over the the ponytail, um, that he was, the the bun of sorts he was rocking. Mm. It's just kind of just a, a just a short, nice goatee. Looks good. I I approved. 
I approve. Man. You were I can't believe... you're very much into the bun. I thought the hair was really stupid looking and I loved it. And it oh, set him okay. apart. Um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Ricochet's, you know, early Ricochet hair. Uh, I think it looked really good when he did a uh, double moonsault. Um, I don't know. He's the only black man on this card, not in tag team. So, like, I think he sticks out in that regard. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. That's really sad. Okay. That's fair. Shit. <laughs> um, so, okay. There, uh, we, so you thought it was fucking bad. We won't spend too much time unless you really want to get into the nitty-gritty of why this match sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, we have to talk about the ending. Um, but I don't know. I got, I got, a, I got, I, I got two notes that are. Um, it, it's ah with like twelve H's, and it just says this shit sucks. Uh, I want to skip ahead, but I don't think I'm allowed to. Um, so uh, that's something we should talk about. Are we? I, are, I wrote code read to the outside, which is, not, which is not neither one of those things. Is what I meant. Read flares finish. Um, the red arrow. Uh, the read arrow. The read arrow. Co- <laughs> Wait, code read or okay? Um, I have it listed as Cancun tornado and lands on his feet. Oh, okay. But is that right, what they so call red it? arrow is um. Okay, never mind. Red arrow is the twisting shooting star. Yeah. You're right. Okay. That he does that too. He does two different things. <laughs> Ricochet. This Ricochet guy. Let me tell you. He cuts his hair, then he does two different things. Hell of a worker. Hell of a goddamn worker. <laughs> Um, I have written down uh, that someone uploaded a pretty good HD rip copy of Unfriend of the Dark Web that has hard-coded Chinese subtitles, but I'm okay with it, and I'm going to watch that instead. Um, I started it. seemed really good. It was too late, and I was too freaked out to watch it. Um, Ricochet does a Cancun tornado and lands on his feet. Um, that's in the ring. And then, yes, Red Arrow. I have it just twisting, shooting star plancha. That's um, I have code read. So code read. The co- read players finish. Of course, um, that's great. Um, uh, he uh, he he hurts his knee when he does it. Right? I think he's, I don't I don't think he hurt it. I think he was where it's working. Yeah, he was just. Oh. Yeah. Did you hear how he yelled? My knee. <laughs> yep. Um, ricochet. I, I wrote. Ricochet immediately grabs the knee and makes a fucking deal about it. <laughs> um, so it's that's like how you know Will Ospreay sh- booking. This is like her booking selling. Will Osprey selling? Yeah, it's I'm like sorry. obviously Will looks up to Ricochet. Um, yeah, and you watch stuff like this and you can just see it. It's just so transparent um, how Ricochet just works you and draws you into his world, um, captivates you. Hell of a worker. Hell of a worker. And then this ends in a double countout. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, this does not. Because this is Evolve. And that means there must be a winner. So, yeah. <laughs> Bryce, he's ready to count him out. He gets to 20. And he's like, ah, <laughs> what? And then Lenny's like, Wait, ah. no. A shoeless Lenny Leonard. <laughs> Go on. shoeless Lenny Leonard. Um, puts his bare feet on the floor, and then he stick a little, and he puts says, his... <laughs> um, whoever gets to the ring first is the winner. 
booze. You Audible get... laughter as well as booze. <laughs> I knew about this, so I I knew that this was a thing in early Evolve, but I fuck I had not thought of it in years. And if they mentioned this weird, you know, ca- like there can be no double countout rule. Did they mention this in the opening like rule thing? I don't believe so. I don't believe like so. what the fuck, man. He's like, here's the rules of wrestling, uh, pinfalls, submissions, uh, wins and losses matter. He doesn't mention the one thing that's unique about whatever dumb shit they're doing here. Like, I, I was so man, I I had to like get my brain right because I was watching. I was literally, I had this going in one VLC on one monitor, and I had the like proper monitor playing unfriended the dark web. Uh, and I had to stop that movie because this threw me off so much. Um, and then I guess uh, it's, it says, well, my my notes say um, that after the match, Lenny Leonard puts his shoes on and gets in the ring to ask how Gargano, how it, how it feels to win the first ever match by count out and evolve. Um. He says to his wife and seven kids at home, he's coming home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he says what he did was inspirational. He saw a kid in a wheelchair in the back row stand up after he won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Garnell, inspiration, lots of children. I don't know if Candace knows. <laughs> Bring it to modern times. I don't know if she's aware. Now, this is also the segment, and the reason the reason Johnny feels the need to talk about the child, um, the the I guess paralyzed child, I don't yeah, unparalyzed, he unparalyzed un- the child, he, right, right, um, it's because uh, Lenny Leonard, uh, who I have written down as having big toe energy, uh, Lenny Leonard says that his tactics were questionable. Um, and his victory might be questionable because of the way he attacked Ricochet's clearly injured leg. And at this point, Sean Davis and Larry Dallas are here with their top customer, their number one benzo buyer, Jimmy Jacobs. Um, and Gargano says, and I think this is the right quote. Please correct me. You might have this written down. Gargano says, The only thing questionable around here is Jimmy Jacobs' sexuality. Come on. Oh, yes. No, that's that's direct. Okay. And then another direct quote is Leonard F. Chikara-san. Uh, Chikara-san? Chikara... I don't... Hmm. Chikara-san. <sighs> Joe Sposto, uh, after a slight pause, says, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, wow. Gabe Sapolsky telling stories that the fucking yeah. mainstream wrestling entertainment world doesn't want you to hear. Man, I wish, you know, I'm looking forward to the whole thing circling back around and Jerry Lawler's calling fucking Goldust the hard F word and all kind. I want to see The Rock uh, do doing whatever he was doing back then i i want to see it again i'm ready i'm ready for wrestling to be bad again but good but bad in a bad way not bad in a 
whatever we got. Whatever we, it's not whatever we got currently not working. Whatever we had working. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evolve three working. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Oh man. Um, moving on from um, um, questions. Moxley, um, John Moxley. Sorry, I just wrote Moxley. That was my bad. I shouldn't emphasize John. Um, J O N. um, Sorry, sorry. Once again, not with an H. Not with an H. Um, Talks about the book of Evolve rules, um, which I was not aware of. I was not aware of each talent being provided with a literal copy of uh, the Evolve rules. So, really, they have, like, they have secrets in there that we just don't know about yet. Um, obviously, the They're count- not secrets. Well, the count-out rule. They didn't well, the, about that. Look, the book, the book is out there. It's out of print, okay? But... Do you think, like, half is just pictures of Lenny's feet? I don't think half. I think maybe... Three-fourths, you know, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just one, <laughs> it's just one picture blown up across, and you have to like, you would think it would be Ooh, like across both pages. Yes, it's <laughs> exactly, and inexplicably, his toes are getting longer and longer, and then it tells you about the count out thing, like right when you're about to nut. <laughs> so I like this promo. <laughs> um, he takes a giant deucer on the on this book. Um, yeah. <laughs> figuratively, I think he does go into the bathroom at one point, but mostly figuratively. Um, he, Moxley likes competition. He doesn't like rules, you know? Um, if you're going to bring John Moxley into Evolve, just let him loose. Let him be himself. He's about punching, yelling, scratching, crying. I like that. I identify with that. I mean, and I'm not even joking around. We do a lot of do a lot of joking around here on this on this here podcast, but I can identify with a guy who, uh, you know, doesn't like following the rules, and I I think that's I think it's a, a it's a character nobody's ever done in wrestling before. Um, I I this reminded me of when this fucking little skinny weirdo was good. Um, I I really like John Moxley in this era. Um, he so he's wearing an army shirt, just says army. Oh, um, okay. and I looked this up because I was confused because I never heard of a military background. So I was wondering, is John Moxley really in the army? No, he wasn't. So would have been a good nine eleven tie-in. Well, yeah, let's let's do this. I love stealing valor. <laughs> And I fucking hate following rules. So Mox is my fucking dude. All right, all in on, on Mox. All in. hashtag all in. Yep, that's right. That's yeah, right. really fucking co-opted uh, media here. Yeah. yeah. Um, are we doing our reaction show on that? Um, uh, for all in hashtag all in hashtag um, co-opted media hashtag nine thousand three hundred seventy eight. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's I gotta, we gotta watch the show first. But yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I haven't seen a second of it. Um, Evolve four. That's what it's. Yeah, same, same wrestlers. Um, then he's talking about Drake Younger about how this is. Probably talk about concussions. Um, how that's not good for you. Um, you shouldn't get only concussions. Wear a helmet up. when you wrestle. It's the only time it's gonna come up on this podcast. Um. 
the worst pain he could inflict on Drake is always being a little bit better than him. <laughs> I really like the idea that Drake Younger is just like a super like prideful like all he like he cares so much about um just being the best. Like that's that's not at all and I and here's another thing. I sound like Drake Younger tonight. <laughs> I just realized that. Um, that's kind of what my voice is like. It's like a, a cage of death, baby. Let's go. Let's get in the ring. And I, I don't think this guy cares. And we'll get to it, obviously. But I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird thing. I think it's interesting to think about Moxley completely misunderstanding his opponent, and he's so wrapped up in being the best wrestler that like. I don't know. He projects that onto his opponent and Younger's just here to like have a good time and like throw some fucking headbutts. Um, yeah, I do find it interesting that, um, I guess not interesting. Gabe's not a creative man of any sort. There's nothing about any of this is interesting. Um, that Gabe is now is going to go, uh, just two CZW quote unquote rivalries, um, on this card. Um, for no goddamn good reason, um, other than I guess to pair similar to pair of folks that are uh, acquainted with each other in his promotion. Yeah, um, it's it's genius booking. It's genius booking. It makes Gabe, Gabe is a fucking genius. Uh, booking genius, Gabe Sapolsky. Here we <laughs> go. Um, next match. His next genius booking, Mercedes Martinez. Yes. Oh, just mm, the arc here. Mercedes <laughs> Martinez versus Brittany Savage. All 100% squash um for Mercedes. Um, she's on an absolute tear. Absolute tear. She's she's 3-0 and after this one. Yeah. Um, First they, she beat... Um, do, wait, do they not say that she's 3-0? and Oh, is there not an official Evolves women's there's, division? There's no women's division. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. I was gonna, so I, this comes up later. I was going to mention that there's only one person who is 3-0, and they don't even like refer to them as being 3-0, but this is also a 3-0 person. Boy. Well, all right. So first she beat um, – let me check my notes here. Um, Nia? Yes. I think I def- described her as Naya, but yes. Naya? Naomi. Uh, Naomi, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember that guy who said that, never mind, Naomi and uh, Amber Moon were the, no, okay. Nope. Um, that, that guy. Amber has, uh, Watch me. Um, and then she beat Sumi Sakai, of course. A current uh, ROH Women's Division Champion. Really? Okay. Wait, right now or in 2010? 2018. Fucking. <laughs> they got, <laughs> damn, they got women on that show? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I like, almost wish. They'd have more of his Gabe Sapolsky run the show again. Oh, no. He, yeah, he'd yeah. be really, um, he'd be killing it. Honing hon- hon- that women's division. I wish that the skinny Britney Savage uh, would have won just to see that massive. Uh, what is it? Women's Superstars Uncensored? Yeah. Title belt on 
like the most drugged out and sad looking person. <laughs> um, boy, she was really, and that that belt is huge, you know, an absolute unit that belt. But she was, she looked really sad. Um, I don't know. I've seen, I don't know. I watched a lot of Daisy Hayes matches. Um, and I don't know this girl. I keep, I'm just gonna keep saying, I don't know. Cause I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. Mercedes maybe one the, uh, one of the most, uh, popular per- people on this show. Yeah. Um, I also don't think it helps that evolve at its 50% of the entrances. So you don't get the mm-hmm. pop. But she gets a pop. Um, They're still doing the thing where nobody has their own music. Yeah, but like some people's entrances are still their entrances, you know? Yeah, Aeroform does flips, right? Yeah, yeah, like you still get the feel for it. Right, um, right. I do. This feel. This definitely was a step back in the competition. Mercedes Martinez has been asking for this entire damn time, um, which was a bold move by. Yeah, that seemed weird. Creative genius. Um, Gabe Polsky, um, right? You get the living computer. Um, Gabe Polsky wins the first match, easy, one minute, eleven seconds. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. step up in competition. Sumi Sakai, we got a six, six minute, six five, minutes, five, five, five minutes, thirty seconds. Sorry, mm-hmm. would have been six, six. Would have been the um, shortest match in that card if it weren't for Granikuma versus Brody Lee. Thank God for that match. Yeah, otherwise she would have had the shortest match on three straight evolves, which wouldn't have been a good Thank look. God for Granikuma versus Brody Lee. Yeah, best, Brody Lee. best booked match in Evolve up to this point. Um, best discus lariat in Evolve up to this point. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so oh, Mercedes just crushes Brody. <clears throat> um, wasn't even close. Uh, I like Mercedes. She really knows how to beat someone up. Um, yeah. Post match, Mercedes still asking for competition. She's like, "Gabe, what the fuck are you doing?" Um, and I'm at home doing the same damn thing. Um, Throughout the entire show, not just this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quote: "Evolve the way I see things. <laughs> <laughs> if the big boys can play here, why can't the big girls play here?" Calls out that the quote is ended. I'm I'm now gonna fabricate some information. Um, mm. Calls out the back to quote toughest bitch of them all. <laughs> end quote. Amazing Kong. Um, so yeah, she's calling out Amazing Kong, who she is describing as a big girl. Um, we mm. are, yeah, we're fighting up in here now. Yeah, we're ready to go. Um, I yeah so. It's really weird that she says that Evolve is both where the big boys play and then also, and she doesn't say Amazing Kong, she says Awesome Kong, um, which I, I'm pretty sure she says Awesome Kong, right? I don't know. I said Amazing. I clearly okay. said Amazing. You did. Um, I'm so... pretty sure she yelled Awesome Kong, which is also the name of one of the guys in that bad tag team in the early 90s WCW. I'm like 90% sure. Right? Awesome Kong and... Hang on. Awesome Kong and Congo Kong. Now we're talking. Uh, Crusher Kong. 
um, was <laughs> wait a second, known as Co- Awesome Kong in the tag team The Colossal Kongs. Is this right? Yeah, I don't know you why you're saying why you're giving me this lowdown. Oh, I'm just letting you know. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is doing a WCW promo. <laughs> the whole thing, man. It's so weird. Um, I don't know. I, you're, you've gone... So you're saying that um, the Amazing Kong stole her name. I mean, Awesome Kong did. It's the same person, right? The same tough bitch or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? The, the same tough bitch of them all. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Let me ask you something, man. Does this match ever happen? You, you, you damn know it did. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. cool. I thought um, this was I have, Brad my, Allen. My note is, this match actually happened, exclamation point. I All was right. very excited to find this out. Um, this is one of the first matches you get that of all this building to that happens. A storyline that pays off. Gabe is a genius. Once again, just mm, really delivering uh, what the fans want. Yeah. Um, Women. That's what they... Yep. We're 53 minutes in. Let's go. Um, <laughs> next match. Up in Smoke versus Aeroform versus Team Beyond. Team fucking Beyond. Are you excited about this? Yeah, I am actually am. Uh, Team Beyond rules. Fucking A. Man. I got so excited. So I don't look at the cards of these um, ever. You know, that's like part of the fun for me right now is I'm, I'm just kind of, just kind of going with the flow here. I don't, I don't want to know what's on these shows unless they tell me. Um, and uh, like, unless they tell me before, you know, like on the previous show. And uh, most of the time the, what they say isn't even like on the show. <laughs> So, I'm usually more disappointed than I am anything else. Um, Chase Burnett, all right, and uh, what's is it Zane Riley? Is that right? Uh, Zane Silver. Zane Silver. Zane Riley is somebody else. Uh, Zane Silver. I've, I I just I know these guys. Um, I know these guys are good. Uh, Elyria, Ohio, baby. The fucking early Beyond shows. Have you ever watched those early Beyond, like the Beyond uh, like studio tapings or whatever the fuck they were called? I have. They are. Man. They're interesting. So I know I mentioned my like backyarding days like way too much on this podcast, considering we're two and a half episodes in, and I've probably talked at length about about fifty percent of the stories I could possibly drop. Um, but. I will say this, back in like 2004, on the Backyard Wrestling Link uh, message board, um, I used to talk to a lot of guys who were still in the industry, uh, the wrestling business, capital B business, um, and I used to like instant message with Drew Cordero, like at the very least weekly, a lot of the times like a bunch, um, and he was running these Backyard Gathering Super Shows. Um, where people would fly in from all over North America, like, you know, Daniel Maccabe and like, uh, the big cat, Scott Henson for, of three, two, one battle. Um, they were at all these shows and a lot of these guys, you know, nasty Russ from AIW. Um, they were going to all these shows and people said I should wrestle Drew Cordero 
because I looked like him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't. I don't look like Drew Cordero. <laughs> I, do, I do not. No, it's a spinning image. I do not. Um, we are both white guys with beards and long hair. Same people, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 99% of what makes us people, but yeah. Um, me and the Harry Wrestling fan, same dude. Um, you are the Harry Wrestling fan. That's right. I'm 95% sure Chase Burnett was on those backyard gathering shows. I for, don't oh, know for sure. the same name, but yeah. Uh, Riverside, Rhode Island, I believe, is the town. Um, hell yeah. And uh, Zane is from, I think, Ohio, and I think wrestled in HWF was his um, backyard fed. I might have that wrong. Uh, wrestled with Overhaul and, like, Matt Shock and, like, all those dudes that I fucking adore. Dave Maynard. Like, these fucking guys ruled. Um, I got so excited when I saw those guys because those fucking Beyond shows are so raw and, like, I wish I was watching that instead of this. But, <laughs> man, fucking Chase Burnett stands out super hard in this. Um, I... I got, I got, I got fucking spots that I listed. <laughs> I got so excited when I saw these guys, man. I'm most excited I've been for anything on any of these shows. Yeah, I went to Beyond and Aeroformer in there. I was like watching some next gen stuff. Um, it felt like you're watching wrestling from the 22nd century, and I was 100% there for it. Um, and I don't know why we don't have more wrestling like that nowadays, just doing complete asinine stuff, but doing it really fast, really smooth, um, and just melting your mind a little bit. It reminds me of that, uh, you know, the crash guys that they did that like triple a opener. Yeah. Like that. That's what this reminds me. Like that, that was better than this, obviously. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like the comparison is pretty easy to make. You don't see enough, I mean, you see plenty of quote-unquote innovation um, on the indies, of course, but like it never, it never feels like raw and energetic like this does, man. This fucking ruled. Yeah, I mean, like there's a difference between weaving in spots that are inventive and then just mm. doing an entire match built around doing things differently, where everything is just conceptually the way you're doing wrestling is just not how I've seen it done before. Yeah, um, yeah Chase Burnett's a philosopher. <laughs> Chase Burnett will do wrestles in a way that is so against what you expect um, from a professional wrestler in any shape or form. Though the, ang- the way he approaches all his moves are like the opposite almost. Like where you expect him to hit his stuff is never where he actually does it. Um, and it makes mm-hmm. me like, like have to readjust like, Oh, why is he? Uh, uh, got it. Um, that was silly. I loved it. And it clicks. Um, but yeah, I want you to start just listing the, the, the GD spots. Um, so I don't have a, I actually don't have as many as I thought, but Damn. I do have, um, cloudy does a double leg takedown on someone and just does the, like, you know, he holds the legs wide open. He does the big stomp to the gut, right? Yeah. Classic old school spot. And then he just takes off. And he does a fucking, like, torneo suicida to the ropes, like, through the ropes onto someone. And you can't even see him because it's fucking dark in this shitty arena. <laughs> like, 
it looks like insane it looks like he doesn't it looks like he just lands in the crowd um cloudy fucking i, I shit on cloudy last time cloudy's actually good um flip does a 720 cancun tornado plancha um which just to put that into context he does a moonsault and he does a 360 um horizontal twist like but he does a 720 he doesn't do a 360 he does a 720 horizontal twist um so basically like you know the stardust press or whatever except he spins an extra time which is fucking nuts <laughs> that is that is some like fucking um uh who were the japanese brothers who did uh inline vert skating in the x games i don't remember their names but it's some shit they would do <laughs> yeah i was like i hate the spot where everyone's just standing around on the outside, just waiting for that dive to come, and they're setting up, and it's so obvious. It's <laughs> like, ugh. but then I was like, it's Flip Kendrick. Flip can fucking we'll do we'll do something that justifies this, and then he busted that shit out, and I I brought a tear to my eye. Um, I fucking put it in slow mo. I I I never do that except except for death matches. I'll do it all the time, but um, I. I watched that shit in slow-mo twice and counted their rotations because it was like, what? Because Lenny Leonard just called it a dive. Yeah, like, I wasn't going to try it. Yeah, I wasn't going to try to explain what it was. Um, I don't blame Lenny and his feet. Um, like, well, I'm I'm the Mike Sine of this podcast. I'm the scientist, so I have to explain things like that. Yeah, you also were able to go back back in time be able to let's rewind that. Let's bring, let's bring it back. Let's, uh, yep, slow motion, and there we go. Um, Lenny just had to think on his bare feet, so not sure. I can hook Lenny Leonard up with a copy of this. I I got ways. Um, yeah, just at him and everyone at him on Twitter and let him know that he fucked up the call of this dive. I'll send him the VK link of where I've uploaded this video, the full video of Evolve Three Rise or Fall to my personal VK.com account. And I'll just send it to him. That works. Yeah. Uh, Up and Smoke did a shoulder standing. It says deadly driver, but it meant deadly driver. Uh, Deadly driver is like the thing where you just like launch your partner over your, I don't know, something like that. I don't even know why I called it that. Um, It's really fucked up. (laughs) It's like partner standing on his shoulders. He grabs him by the arms and just slams him down on his opponent. Um Team Beyond did like crisscross coast to coast springboard drop kicks. They're very good. Uh, yes. And like I think it I don't know if it was Chase or Zane, but one of them looked like they fucked themselves up in the landing. Um I, it must have been Zane because the next note I have is all caps Chase Burnett Chase Burn I'm sorry, Chase Burnett, Chris Hamrick bump, Chase fucking Burnett. Um <laughs> So the Chris Hamrick bump, of course, is like a it's it's pretty famous lucha bump by this point. <laughs> uh, like Alberto Del Rio would do it routinely in the in WWE, but like I've never seen one this sick. It's where you, you oh, know, it's you beautiful. Go, yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll explain it. I feel like I I might as well. You're running at your opponent. They sidestep, kick your legs out from under you. You keep moving forward, but you're you find your feet flying forward. Um, with your back to the ground, you fly through the ropes. You do not touch the ropes if you're like a true Bushido. You take the fucking bump. You do just a fucking high-speed flying back bump 
through the ropes to the floor and dude <laughs> fucked himself up. It was so good. I so badly did not expect it. I love him, man. I fucking love Chase Burnett. Like, I should have expected that fucking these dudes doing these buck wild things um, would pull out the Chris Hamrick. Um, but yeah. When are they going to get another chance like this? I mean, it's possible they're on more shows, I guess. But yeah, like... they really treated Gabe like he was. He gave a shit about him. Um, yeah, Gabe's a genius for booking these guys. Um, he's an actual genius. He does it twice. Um, I, cool. I, I I would like to explain a uh, maneuver, um, which I think I did poorly, but I want to talk about it um, because it still it sticks in my brain. Um, okay, so, so that's what we do on this podcast. We just explain weird moves. Okay, so you got Lewis London. He's got he's got a waist lock on, on Zane Silver here. Um, so what happens here is Chase Burnett does kind of the wheelbarrow. On silver, Chase goes between both silver and Linden's legs. So then he now has a waist lock on Linden, gets Linden to let go of silver, and then just pushes him into a roundhouse kick from silver. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Bucky didn't bring it up because it sounds kind of stupid to say that because there's a lot of moving parts there and I probably didn't do a good job. No, I, I was able to, I mean, I saw this. Or, yeah. I mean, I watched this, but I could visualize that. I, I think you did a fantastic good. job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, well, call me up. You're a regular Scott Keith. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I want to hear all the time. So yes, th- th- this owned in a lot of ways. Fucking um, ruled. Up and Smoke weren't major players in this match, but they did fine in their role, I guess. Cloudy looked good. I thought Cloudy was really good in his, like, three big spots. Um, I will say this. Spiral Tap 540 is the finish, right? Um, uh, at least that's what Lenny calls it. Uh, but Flip didn't complete the last half rotation. So this was just Lenny a bitch. 360 Spiral Tap. Oh, or simply... Up. Simply a spiral tap because that's what that's a front flip with the 360 horizontal spin. Um, while I love Lenny and I want to fucking come on his sweet little toes, I feel that he should probably watch more X Games footage to to get these uh, these moves right, and so he knows how many how many flat spins are in a fucking 540 spiral tap. Um. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sorry. I just saw a tweet that made me uncomfortable. Was it my cum tribute to Olivia <laughs> Leonard's No. <laughs> um, it was at uh, Tanner1495 saying, welcome to Taking Back Sunday Twitter. Um, <laughs> which. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, post-match. Up in smoke. Not happy. Not thrilled in the least. Um, and then. Cloudy being a, a major punk ass bails. Not not hundred percent sure what the whole purpose of this segment was. It I don't even remember that. I do not remember that at all. Yeah, it was excessive. If it happened. You said it happened. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I was there um, at my computer chair watching this from 2010. Um, Is it one of those gaming chairs with like the supportive neck brace? Oh, thing? I wish. I wish I had those speakers in the headrest. I can hear Lenny Leonard to go, mm, my feet. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't have that. I just got a stupid fucking computer chair. 
Um, My dogs are killing me. That's a direct quote from Lenny Leonard. These dogs in Memphis. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Dickinson and Kyle O'Reilly are talking backstage. Dickinson wishes Uncle Tony was there because mm. um, he had to ask him something. Mm-hmm. They don't elaborate. I don't have any notes on this except for Chris Dickinson shirt watch. Christian death. Really good shirt. Really good shirt. That's so the first week was suicidal tendencies or first episode suicidal tendencies. And then the uh, Shinobu. Uh, yeah. Shinobu Shinobi uh, PS2 game. I should probably look that up. Uh, send us your corrections at wdkevolve at gmail.com, uh, subject line corrections, and let me know if I got that wrong or right. Even if I got it right, please send me the correction. We need emails. Um, and then this week, a uh, really sick Christian death shirt. Um, Dickinson's a cool guy. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, and then they just tell you Tony's been puking like a child. Who's puking? To- Uncle Tony, sorry. That's why it's not here. Oh. On this evening. Uh, so, again, uh, Gabe. Ex- Joseph Coney Tozina. Uh, Joseph Coney Tozina. And his uh, child soldier, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, his, his, his Irish soldier. His little baby Irish soldier. Um, again, expert storytelling. Just like, I, that's the reason why Tony's not here. That's the reason. Oh, I was curious. You, you couldn't tell me that any other way. Uh, I wouldn't have delivered. noticed. I w- you would notice. I, you would notice if Uncle Tony wasn't there. Um, I don't think guiding his child. Uh, next match. John Moxley. Next fucking match versus Drake Younger. Yeah. I'm really excited about this for a bad match. I that's was, really interesting. Oh my god, dude! Fuck you! No way! You think this is bad? Uh, yeah, this is really boring and plotting. Whoa! Yeah. I get. I mean, all right. So I, I guess I could see that. Um, if you're like not inherently just like a huge fan of these two guys and like the matches they had with each other in this era, I've never seen this, but I've seen a bunch of Moxley versus younger and you know, Moxley versus like, I think he had some good matches with Danny Havoc and like Scotty Vortex and thumbtack Jack match. And then younger faced all those fucking guys, obviously like I really like this era for both these guys and I really like watching them do that well do their version of a Gabe Sapolsky match it fuck it worked really well for me yeah i i was not a big fan of their version of the Gabe Sapolsky match um they do some like arm drags and bull crap up front i was like i didn't come here for this um they 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 spill out, they do some brawling but like it's never they never go fully on board with it, it feels like. Um, at one point, John Moxley does hit a release uh, suplex in the floor, and that is good shit. Because um, Drake just goes splat, and that's beautiful. Um, but other than that, they didn't really engage me in any kind of meaningful way, which is unfortunate, because I like Moxley. Um, I can take or leave younger a lot of the time. Wow. Whoa, you feel personally attacked at all here? I mean, I just I I thought you liked like early 2010s indie shit. So like I I just don't see how you don't like Drake Younger. Like dude, dude is fucking cool. He's so genuine. He's so real. Yeah, but like not good. Um, 
Mm. Moxley at one time does does bleed during this. Um, first first blood in evolve. Um, oh yeah, I guess it is. Huh? Um, yeah, from fucking younger shoot headbutting him. Who else is doing that on these shows? Like, dude, him fucking shoot. So he sits Moxley on the top row, on the top fucking turnbuckle, and goes up there, and they're like they're setting up a superplex, right? And he just fucking shoot headbutts. The future Dean Amber, the future Mr. Renee Young, like fucking like 10 times, just fucking like hard, like Daisuke Ikeda fucking headbutts, like Makoto Hashi, like fucked up Futen shit on t- on the top turnbuckle until Moxley is fucking bleeding all over Gabe Sapolsky's bitch ass little ring. And he fucking suplexes him, superplexes him. And it's the best single minute of any Evolve show so far. That's go cool. back and watch that shit. Okay, I'll go back and justify my opinions later. Uh, uh, I have younger, younger's uh, like flipping senton to the floor, like the plancha. Yeah, always looks so shitty and so scary in the best possible way. Um, it's like like necro butcher's front flip uh, to the floor. Um, I don't know that shit rules. Uh, I think. Yeah, so the the suplex on the floor, um, it's like the Chris Hero style, like lift him up and just throw him, like where like Moxley doesn't even bump with him, like he does, he's not even he's not taking any of the impacts with that. He's not there for that. And so fucking Younger just smacks on the floor, and then Moxley does like a fucking wink and point with his bloody fucking ugly face at the camera, and it's like some it's I don't know it was really good. Um, he does some, he does like, like, uh, cross face forearms from the rear, um, locks in a, like a good looking chicken wing. They do a KO near fall spot, you know, the classic, you know, eighties WWF arm dropping thing. And I like thought it might be over. I don't know, man. I was fucking drunk. So maybe that's part of it, but like. I fucking liked all of this. They, they worked you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. They, you were Wrestling. there for that. You were along for the ride. I think they built to a good finish. Uh, Drake's like doing big fucking bombs. He does like a blue thunder. And then he does like a, like a um, Michinoku driver two or whatever the, you know, death Valley into whatever. Um, and uh, so Moxley keeps kicking out and then, just finally catches Moxley in like the right position to hit the Kudo driver, the, uh, the Drake's landing. And I don't know. I, I thought it was a good fucking match. I thought it was like a capital G good fucking match. I'm, I was into this. Um, well, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. I um, like something on one of these shows, man. There you go. I liked it. I wonder if I'll be there one day. Yeah, um, he does his he does his like promo afterwards. It's like, man, I feel great. I love I love Gabe Sapolsky, baby. I love you. I don't know. I'm actually doing um, like, what am I doing? Buddy Landell is that the voice I'm doing? I don't know. <laughs> Drake's got, he's got a similar a similar yeah. feel for sure. Yeah, it's like uh, Jamie Dundee, I guess, is kind of what the voice I'm doing, and I'm sure that's probably one of his top influences. Um, Cage of Death, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Cage of fucking Death, baby. <laughs> um, he says he, uh, he's he's one step closer to proving that uh, he is the best. <laughs>
best hybrid athlete in professional wrestling. Um, yeah. Hybrid athlete shooter. means that um, person that will stick a light tube in their forehead. Yeah. Um, that's what hybrid athlete is. Have you ever been to a deathmatch show? No. Do you watch a lot of deathmatches? I don't watch a lot. Hmm. I've watched um, enough. Man, I'll tell you what. I've, I've been watching deathmatches since I was like 12 years old. I've been super into that shit ever since I saw like Nick Mondo jumping off of a truck. Um, I, I really like Drake Younger's deathmatch work, but I think he is super effective in regular shit like this. Um, I don't, I feel like it's like ridiculous to say this guy's a smart wrestler. Cause I don't think he's smart. Um, I mean, he might be smart. He might be a smart guy. Um, I think he's certainly a fucking charming guy. He's certainly a charming wrestler at that. Um, but he's, he's got a, he's, he's got some sort of unique feel to him that stands out on any show, but especially stands out on this show. Um, and Mox is great here too. Um, but Drake's my fucking boy. He looks so funny now. He's got that tan. And he does re- refereeing on fucking NXT. And he looks so orange. I fucking love Drake Younger. I love him. Drake's got a good gig going for him. He's got a... He's, yep. He, he gigged himself and then he finally got a good gig. Uh, Drake ends his promo by saying... Um, Cage of death, baby. <laughs> to a nicer guy, it couldn't couldn't happen. Right, um, right. Which is a, a just a classic Drake Younger line. Just ooh, there he goes delivering that sweet to a nicer guy. Gonna happen. Ooh, there it goes. He respects wrestling history. You know that's a Drake. And then he stabs bitch. you in the face with a fucking like tattoo needle. I guess is that a thing they were doing back then? Uh, Drake Younger versus uh, Thumbtack Jack, the Saw Death Match. Never seen. It's, it's on Evolve Five. Evolve Five. I'm if you're for looking it. forward to that one, Gabe's really uh, being a creative booking genius again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next match: Chris Hero versus Bobby Fish. Bucky, I just want like temperature check here. What what do we feel about this one? I I didn't like this as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah, that's good. There we are. I think that makes sense. That adds up. I love Chris Hero. I fucking love him. I think when I, I'm coming to the conclusion, Bobby Fish really isn't that good. Yo. Whoa. Yeah, yeah I think we're getting terrible. there. He's fucking awful. He's so bad, man. He's so fucking bad. I mean, like, when your gimmick is, oh, I kick a lot, um, you don't really stand out on a show where there's, like, seven better kickers than you. Um, I'll like, tell you what. Low-key's gimmick is that he kicks a lot, and if he was on this show, he would fucking stand out. You gotta be good at the kicking. We can't be the seventh best. Yeah. That's your big issue, Bobby. Yeah. You're, you're like, not that good at what you're doing. Grant Akuma's was probably tied for you. Mm, okay, let's... Okay, I may have went too far. Uh, that was offensive. Um, we'll get to Akuma. We got one more match. We're there. Um, oh, I'm excited. So about excited. It. So excited for Akuma. Um, but yeah, it, there's. I, I feel like there's not a lot to this match. It's pretty straightforward. Um, mm. I literally wrote down that it's hard to write about matches like this. 
yeah, like there's not a lot to it. Bobby Fish is resilient, which is my least favorite story in wrestling probably um, (laughs) because it's just some bullshit that wrestling reviewers have written for decades, it feels like, um, for the excuse of more or less actually a back-and-forth match, but that leans one way, um, where there's a lot of kickouts. Just Uh, fan fiction. Exactly, exactly. Bobby Fish just kicks out a whole bunch. Um, No real reason. Um, Billy, (laughs) Chris Hero is... This is during his period where he's doing a lot of his 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 knockout shot, uh, knockout elbow, um, and it wouldn't bother me so much if Lenny didn't keep calling it the KO elbow. Um, <laughs> it looks good. All of his all of Hero's elbows look fucking great. They look marvelous, but like if the third one doesn't knock you out, it, let's not let's drop that. Let's maybe it's mm. not a knockout elbow. So the, I've seen Chris Hero have the match against the resilient guy a bunch of times, right? And it's usually bad. There's one really – like there's a few really good ones, but there's one against Reed Bentley. And I think it's a last man standing match um, at, in IWA Mid-South, obviously. Um, if, you, if you couldn't no, I got that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and like Bentley is just – resilient he like this is this is a guy and you know why you know you know why resilient works for reed bentley but not for bobby fish is because bobby fish is a straight laced dude reed bentley is smoking crack okay <laughs> and now you don't know why this guy don't feel no fucking pain and this match could have fucking benefited from a story like bobby fish Okay, he's in he's in MMA, right? They do drug testing here. Um, he used Kyle O'Reilly's urine to pass the drug test, but actually, Bobby Fish has been doing cocaine this whole time. Now, if the genius Gabe was actually a fu- see, I'm a genius, all right. <laughs> Gabe is not a genius. I'm the genius in my evolve. Everyone's doing cocaine, all right. Everybody's just snorting coke and sucking fucking toes and kicking it one and they're and low key is there and he's three and oh and bobby fish has a gimmick and his gimmick is that he's doing coke and he's using kyle o'reilly's piss to pass fucking drug tests and i think in that scenario in that made-up world that i literally i don't have this written down i just made that up that's a good match this shit fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's just, it's just not good. Bobby Fish doesn't sell very well and doesn't sell the way he needs to to get over this story. Um, and Chris Hero really wasn't gonna, didn't really try to deviate course here and to change uh, directions. Um, he tried to force it and it didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a weird it's a weird era for hero too because he's in noah and he's in ring of honor i think he, i think he's off and on in ring of honor he's kind of phoning it in here i feel like um yeah now daca match ruled so it's unfortunate that uh this one yeah i guess that's out. true right yeah that match was i mean that is the best match in evolved history right uh, yeah um, to this point for sure for sure for sure and up through the rest of the show whoa whoa, whoa. maybe not 
Okay. No, okay. definitely. No, okay, yeah. It is. Okay, it um, is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, you really like Chuck Taylor, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Noted transphobe, friend of Russell Splania, Chuck Taylor, don't you? Um, I am. I was really kind of sad um, to see this match wasn't very good because, all right, so of all four, right, um, it's Bobby Fish versus uh, versus Brian Danielson, right? That's That would be the main event. It would be of all four, Danielson versus Fish. Right. Um, I'm excited about that. I fucking, I fucking loved it. And we got a little uh, ad for Danielson. He's going to be on the next two shows, according to that thing. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's going to be on both of them. We'll see. Um, but I got excited about that, and I was excited about this, too, because I figured, um, okay, they're building... Wait, why don't you think he's going to be at both shows? Just because they can't follow through on anything, because Gabe's a genius. Um and I'm not looking at cards ahead of okay. time. That's the Fair fun enough. part. Fair enough. Um, that's the only fun part of this for me. Uh, <laughs> except for this. I like these conversations. Here's the thing. I like talking to you. I know I said this last time. I like I like you. I like talking to you. I hate these shows. <laughs> I fucking hate these shows. Um, this shit drags so much, though. Bobby sell, no sells a bunch of shit. Kicks at one. Does, like... All he can to fuck it up. And Hero's still pretty good in it, you know? Hero fucking elbows the shit out of him. He he does the... And he was kind of overdoing it in this era. The spinning elbow to the back of the head. I mean, that's not that's like the coldest take that Hero overdid the CTE spots in this era. Um, but they all look really good here. They all look like they could have legit given old boy a concussion. Um and I don't know, and so, yeah, whatever. Match is bad. Uh, I don't know why Hero keeps dodging Attitude Brad. Um, it's the match no one wanted to see in 2010, but I really, really want to see now. Come on, man. Uh, says Hero does say, it ain't his time. I talk about Brad. Attitude. After the match. Um, man. He also tells Lane Lard he doesn't have time for him which I thought was offensive and rude and probably should get him kicked out of a ball for good. He doesn't have time for Lenny? Yeah. Lenny comes to interview him because it's the post-match interview. This is a ball. This is pure sport. Lenny wearing sandals at the time. <laughs> yeah. Wearing his bamboo sandals. Yeah. Um, Garcia's like, nah, I don't, I don't got time for this. And leaves. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yep. That's what he says? Yep. And then he says, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> okay, and then, yeah, as you said, Danielson, 723 and 11. Looking forward to it. Excited. Um, Does he work both the shows? He works both of them, or just the one? He, he, he made events both shows. Cool. I'm excited. He is the titular character of both. I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> I'm looking forward to those shows. Um, next match. Next match. Hell yeah. Chris Dickinson <laughs> versus Brody Lee, right? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Let's go. Your friend, my friend, Granakuma versus <laughs> Brody Lee versus Chris Dickinson versus Hollow Wicked. Can you – all right. Think about, think about me. All right. I watched the show last night. My kid fucking got so mad when I like stopped her from watching whatever show she was watching and made her take a bath. She screamed in my face for fucking 30 minutes while I tried to bathe her. I finally got her in bed, right? 
I had to do that twice. Come down, I start drinking beers because fuck, I'm mad. Um, and I'm watching Evolve. What's this? Evolve three, Evolve three, colon, Rise or Fall. And the show sucks. I like Drake on it, and I like a couple things. And then I like get to this match, and it's Dickinson versus Brody Lee. Dickinson comes out, then Brody Lee comes out, and I'm like, fucking yes! Oh, this is the match for me. I've been waiting on this. And I literally write down these words. Shit! (laughs) Dickinson versus Brody Lee. Hell yeah! And then the next line just says, oh... Fuck man. Yeah, that's yeah. Dickinson. Uh, your your boy, Dickinson. Um, and my other I fucking love Brody too. The big rig. Um Brody. Yeah, yeah. Two C W represent, as always. Yeah. Two C uh, two two C what is it? Two C W? Two C W. Yep. Let's <laughs> just call it C C W. What's the, what's the full name of two C W? This is this is where it gets good. Um Squared Circle Wrestling. Oh fuck! <laughs> had to, had to do it to him. I had to. I got a gift from this match. Um, I posted it in the DM, but I don't know if you saw it. Um, I just sent it to you. Yep. This is Akuma. It's good because you're everyone's going to hear that noise about the notification that you sent this to me. Oh, awesome. (laughs) So I listened to – I didn't listen to the whole show last time, but I did listen to the part where we talked about Lenny Leonard's feet, and I heard it when I sent you the – when I sent you the picture (laughs) of Lenny Leonard's feet, I heard it come through, and I was like, man, that's the moment when this show got good. Um, (laughs) It it changed course of the show right then and there. The speech that Don Draper gives at the end of Mad Men season one. This was this was our version of that. Yeah. Um, this this fucking motherfucker comes out with this hooded cape thing on, and it's a breakaway, and it breaks away in the middle, and he does like a raven pose with it. Basically, <laughs> I fucking hate Gran Akuma more than any wrestler I've ever hated, and I've hated a fuck. I've spent most of my energy on this planet hating motherfuckers for being shitty in a wrestling ring and I've never spent more energy on anyone than I have on Akuma in like literally the last couple of months because I sort of just ignored him for years and then real fucking hero started posting his face in the DM and I realized I hate first of all fuck that guy second of all fucking Grant Akuma I hope he dies I hope he chokes and fucking dies Anyways, this match is terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was fine. Um, Do you have any notes on it? Yeah, Brody, Brody is obviously the best wrestler <laughs> in the match. Um, yeah. th- does some cool-ass powerbombs. Um, and it feels like... Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got a note here. I try to... Hmm. <laughs> oh, so Dickinson is about to a springboard dive. Oh, yes, that's the only note I have in this match. <laughs> I fucking love this. Um, so you see him set it up. He's and then they cut away. Um, yeah. and you're like, oh, he must have fucked it up. Then they cut back to it, so you can watch as he's fucking it up. Um, I was like, ah, that's <laughs> cinematography. That's um, master camera work. They frame yeah. that so good. Yeah, um, it was like Roger Deakins doing this shit. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was just ma- masterful to watch. You, you, so why deviate? He, why, <laughs> why is, you at least let's watch the entire segment. But no, 
can't. Just kind of uh, yeah. switch off real quick. I wish it was a wide shot, like the hard cam, and we just saw it all unfold in the background. Um, yeah, it cuts away. Like he, so he's on the, so it's he's like at the corner. He's like at a uh, an uh, isometric angle. That's not correct. Um, an obtuse angle, an acute angle. He's at an angle, and he's gonna springboard from one over the buckle to Brody on the like you know 90 degree oh man i'm having a hard time describing this anyways he's gonna do a sick fucking dive chris dickinson is and you hear the crowd kind of react as the crowd as the camera cuts away and i was like oh i thought it was just bad editing um and then they cut back and yeah he's in midair but he's not flying through the air he's just falling face first (laughs) He's just like, and and you see Brody like throwing himself forward to try to fucking prevent Dickinson from going face first into the floor. Because Brody's a great base, you know, like Brody's like a classic. Brody's caught so many careless flyers in his time in Chikara. Yeah, yeah, he knows a careless flyer when he sees one. And yeah, Chris Dickinson in 2010 is definitely that. Um, he finally, I don't know, I... I I thought this was so funny. I fuck I watched it like three times, um, and then Brody did give him a fucking sick receipt um, on one of the ugliest buckle bombs <laughs> I have ever seen. Like buckle bombs usually like you know Kobashi classic style top turnbuckle. The guy hits really hard. It looks like it sucks, but he lands on his feet. Right, Dickinson just folds. And- into the bottom turnbuckle, his like knees slam against his chest. Oh man! Is that where like, it all started? Is that where Dickinson got it from? He's like, "Yo, oh, bro, that Brody Lee, that sucked, man. I'm not gonna do that from now on, though." Um, to inspiration. Yeah, he was like, you know, oh, that, it was a sick move. It fucking hurt like a son of a bitch. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um. <laughs> Respect the legends of this business that paid the way for you. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like to think that Brody is his top inspiration. Brody and Loki. Um, this match did end at some point, but I don't know who watched who, who finished it because I stopped watching it uh, because I was watching sumo wrestling that Teddy sent me in the uh, in the DM. So I was watching sumo guys run into each other. So who won this match? Brody Lee. Hell yeah. All so right. it, Gabe, Gabe here starting to course correct, realizing that Akuma's army was a sham, a farce, and should not have even been attempted. <laughs> Akuma's army. Um, but I don't. I believe Dickinson did take the fall, so he did gather a a loss on his record. So yeah, that was a shoot, though. They made him do that. <laughs> um, next match. Um. TJP versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oh man, this I don't even have anything. Did this happen? <laughs> oh, I, I have one note. It says I officially fell asleep here. <laughs> it's a decent match. It's a decent match. It's pretty grapple heavy. It's similar to the Sawa match that TJP has from Evolve One. Um, not as good. There is the the dumbest spot of the show does happen on this. Um, where Kyle goes for his like running DDT in the corner, so kind of like does uh, walks the rope, the corner rope again, DDT, yada yada, um, tornado DDT, whatever. Why the fuck am I being an idiot about it? Um, 
sure. then plants his feet instead of doing the DDT. Um, gets T gets into the suplex position, then TJP suplexes him to the floor. All <laughs> right. So, um, very clearly the dumbest thing I saw on this show, which I think had some dumb stuff. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Uncle Tone, uh, Tony Soprano Cozina, uh, said said to him, uh, Christopher, you gotta do a you, Dave, uh, your your Uncle Davey's not on the show, and uh, I'm not gonna be there, so you gotta you gotta do enough dumb shit so they they don't forget about us. Uh, never go against the family, Maron, Bafangul, and. Uh, Basically, that's why he did that spot. Yeah, that adds that up. That adds up. Um, what would Davey do? What would Davey do? But it just underscored the fact that these two don't, or TJP specifically, <sighs> didn't want to like work the match that needed to be to be wrestled. Um, they presented a like kicker versus grappler match, and then Perkins would throw out cutters and do really professional wrestling moves. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? You're, the grappling looks really good. The kicking looks really good. You're taking a beating. I love that. But then you're throwing out some dumb shit, and that's highly unnecessary um, and doesn't match at all what you're doing uh, for the rest of the match. Um, and I did note that um, while TJ still looks like a hot bag of garbage, um, <laughs> I think it is an improvement on his Evolve one look. So take that what do for you, what it's worth. What do you think of his current look? Um, it's I have not seen him recently, but if I recall, it's very similar to this. So he really yeah. does not progress in uh, a near decade. Okay. Um, which is actually almost – it's kind of impressive. Um, is he still doing 205? Is that – or is he kind of off of there now? I would, I would think so. Where else I would gotta, he go? I, I got to catch up on the show. I got to watch me some Mustafa Ali. Um, I don't think these two, like these two guys. I don't think either one of them has improved like hardly at all. I like I like Calarelli. Okay, he can be good. He can he can be good. Um, but man, I think if these two had a match right now, and you know, like an NXT house show or on a two hundred five live episode, I think it'd be just as shitty as this, and it would put me to sleep just as easily. Um, because this was on the WWE Network, I would immediately turn it off and watch an episode of uh, uh, Edge and Christian's uh, Reeks of Fucking Awesomeness or whatever that shit is called. Um, I really was listening to a word you just said. That's um, right. That's right. Next match: Jimmy Jacobs versus Brad Attitude. Oh wait, 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 wait! There's a uh, there's a backstage segment here where Bobby Fish has a CTE. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry. sorry. No, we cannot gloss over this. Can you tell me more about the CTE? Um, I told you he was most likely to become Chris Benoit in the first episode of this we did, and they're literally doing a storyline where his like brain is fucking broken, and he's gonna murder his wife. So I fucking hope that happens on here. Gabe's a genius. He really gets this business. Uh, um, there's also another backstage segment here. I feel like I missed a lot here. Oh, I mean that's okay. So just tell um, me about it. 
I don't remember what the segment was. I only I, I can only see what I wrote down, and I will read it to you verbatim. Mail trigger something, yeah, for sure. Uh, because it's incomplete, and I I think I fell asleep while typing the last part. But it just says, "I wonder if Sean Davis and Larry Dallas fuck together. I wonder what." That's all it says. <laughs> I wonder what is the last part of it. I wonder if I wonder if Sean Davis and Larry Dallas fuck together. I wonder what. Um, so I'm not sure if that was a backstage segment, um, because these are the next. Oh, that leads of... into this next match. Yes, that's right. Okay, all right, we're uh, good. We got it. Sean Davis and Larry Dallas are the next individuals you see. Um, they are uh, jacking their jaw with Grand Nanoa, Tiger Mask, Jushin Liger, and Ultimo Guerrero. Just some legends of this sport. Um, sit in front row for Evolve, Gabe Spolsky, bring in the legends to this, this crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, like, like when Riddle appears in NXT. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um so this is, a, this is where I, I started falling asleep super hard last night and then I stopped watching and then I started watching, uh, I picked it back up while I was at work this morning and you can tell from my notes how much less drunk I am, um, <laughs> But the first note I have on this uh, is not about Sean Davis and Larry Dallas fucking together. And that doesn't mean fucking each other, although they probably do kiss. But I'm talking about they're like running a train on somebody. Um, what I what I have here is that I can't believe the Sean Davis and Larry Dallas storyline is somehow the longest running one in Evolve. Um, and it's got the most airtime by far. It's fucking awesome. And I don't know how this is going to end. Probably in a mur- murder suicide. Like I don't, I can't see any other way. What would you do if they just stopped showing up? Like just evolve four, they're no longer there. They don't address I would, it. I would assume one of them killed the other, then killed themselves. So yeah, it's what I always do when they write characters off of TV shows. Make bold assumptions. Love it. It'd be really cool if fucking characters in the Evolve universe, the EU as we'll call it, would just get killed off all the time, like on Lucha Underground. No, I think they you should talk more about them fucking with each other. Oh, um, we, I mean, we will. That's not going to stop. But I think it'd be. I think killing and fucking are two of the... Well, uh, not killing. Fucking and dying. Yeah, fucking dying. Yeah, fucking, well, yeah. Fucking and dying. And, also, and fucking and while you're dying. Yeah. Getting fucked so you, good, seen, you just uh, die. Have you seen Basic Instinct? No. You should watch it. She uh, it starts out with a woman having sex with a man and stabbing him with an ice pick. Right. Uh, I just do saw. Do you her see um, her? Um... Her her like vagina. <laughs> Potty mouth, <Is> you. <laughs> <laughs> so we see. All right, Sharon Stone's vagina. Vagina. Oh man, I said vagina. <laughs> I said vagina. Uh, vagina uh, is Jean, That'd be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her Real. beautiful, uh, yeah. Um, you do see that, but no, uh, this is a different well actress. Groomed. You really see her large, um, beautiful. Yes, yep. And then she stabs this guy, and then you see his dead ass bloody dick, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Um, Basic Instinct and every Paul Verhoeven movie is actually uh, feminism. And that's actually not a joke, so check that out. Check out Basic Instinct and watch uh, show t- uh, Showgirls. Great films. Um, Showgirls is good. All right, cool. Excellent. Showgirls, yes. Yeah, big fan of, of uh, Saved by the Bell. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's great. She's great in it. Yeah. 15 year old me was very confused. Um, 15 year olds are often confused. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, What's this match? Jimmy Jacobs versus Brad Allen. I like how I only refer to um, Jimmy Jacobs by JJ in my notes. Um, he's the only wrestler I do this for. Dino my. Um, exactly. You nailed it. Um, this is really. Dino my. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a wrestler's wrestler match right here. Just lots of working, lots of punches, lots of mm, showing your uh, showing your veteran. Um, going for that handshake and then just punching the other dude in the face. Um, yeah, classic I like stuff. I like this match. Uh, this is the best Jimmy Jacobs match so far, for sure. Absolutely, that's extremely low bar, but yes, correct. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the Gargano match? Um, Fucking Brad attitude is so good. His like athleticism never fails to amaze me in these in these matches so far in this era. Like I haven't seen any twenty ten Brad attitude outside of this shit, but um he's bigger than pretty much all of the people on this roster. And he's way more agile than guys like what, Jimmy Jacobs is like half his size, like literally. Um, he does his like twisting cabrata again, but he does it with no hands and it's sick. He does his like no look back spinning diving cross body where he leaps up to the top, comes backwards at the guy. Like this dude fucking rules, man. Um, he's also a real dick. He counters a fucking head scissor. This is, this is so good. If you want to, if you have this written down, go for it. Um, I love this. So Jimmy Jacobs goes for his satellite head scissors, which is kind of a staple Jimmy Jacobs spot. Um, and then like halfway through, I had to rewind it. Um, but halfway <laughs> through, Brad seems to like take control of the situation where he's clearly like taking the steps here. Um, he wakes up and just like moves, removes Jimmy Jacobs' feet from his shoulders. Uh, from his head, and Jimmy flies through the ropes um, and goes crashing to the floor. Um, he hits the bottom rope with like his like like waist, yeah, which looked like it sucked. Like his um, what do you call that bone? The bone that they um, the coccyx is that right? Sure, why not? He fucking slams that coccyx. Uh, right into the right into the bottom rope, and then just goes head first to the floor. Fucking rules. Yeah, it was very good. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of punching, a lot of kicking. I think Brad um, has that like unsafe athleticism. Like he watched something on tape and just has decided I'm going to do that. Um, or it doesn't look like he practiced it one million times. Uh, mm. As local <laughs> gymnasium. <laughs> Um, I'll say this about the, uh, about like Jacobs in this too, is that he, he's like using his size well in this. Um, he's, he just flies it at attitude over and over. Um, he does things that I guess don't come off as well when he's against a guy the size of Gargano because he has to work like sort of 50, 50 with him. And so Jacobs looks a lot more impressive here just because he has to work from underneath, um, and it reminds me, yeah, Jimmy Jacobs is not terrible. He's not great, but he's not terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lenny, 
Lenny is uh, painting his toenails at one point and on commentary says uh, that Jimmy Jacobs is an underrated striker if there ever was one, which is a pretty weird thing to say. And then he also says, uh, this might be a little later, but he says that the biggest muscle in Jimmy Jacobs' body is his brain, which I don't, like, know what that means. <laughs> um, clearly his cock. Um, you make that reference every single time if you can. Um oh. Yeah, it's just uh, so clearly there that you always say, what's the biggest muscle you got in your body? Um, yeah, it's my penis. Um, and he says it's my He says, mm, I, I, then John Gargan asks, questionable sexuality, my penis. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Oh, I feel bad that all these guys made fun of Jimmy Jacobs' sexuality on the show. It was really just the one guy that the crowd was like, oh, shit. And you know that gif of, like, where, like, it's, like, just a bunch of, like, black teens or young adults, and they're all just like, oh, shit. And the one guy's just like, ah, and he's, like, shaking his head. Like, that was very much Johnny Gargano after he basically called Jimmy Jacobs the 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 bad f word um i, I we, we got to play that clip i i've already isolated it um, um i just i, I got to turn it into an mp3 but we'll i'll okay, do that good 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 um i think that the guillotine choke is a pretty dumb move for a guy the size of jimmy jacobs to do uh especially to the guy the size of brad uh allen that dude is it what's wrong I mean, with that i don't I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a fight with, a, like, a really small dude. See, whereas when I was in high school, we were a bunch of dumb kids, and we we watched the UFC. Um, so we did a lot of, like, fighting um, in the woods. Um, the woods! Carl <laughs> the Beast. Um, I went to a school called Whitney Point. It was a very rural community. Um, it was did the Carl lar- the Beast go there? Yeah, Carl the Beast. Um, largest His fighting style, Molly. Yes. Mauling in the woods, um, specifically, uh, it's the it's the largest district in the county by geography, um, but the smallest by amount of people that go there. Um, so, so lots <laughs> awesome. of lots awesome. of lots of woods and whatnot. Stop <laughs> saying woods. Lots of I woods took a to picture with Kyle. I took a picture with Kyle the Beast on Saturday, and. During while well, I was like holding up my camera in selfie mode, I said, "Kyle, I'm from the woods too, man. I'm from the woods too." I was so fucking hammered, and he was just like, "What?" Um, that sounds very good. He probably has taught that story to all his friends too. Yeah, he had a piece of Little Caesars pizza in his hand, and he was just wanted to eat it. And I was like, "Kyle the Beast, love your shit, man. Mauling, can I get a mark pick with you?" And he was like, "What?" Like a mark pick. And he was like, what? <laughs> Just trying to be one of the workers. And I failed. Of the boys. I fucking, true story. I asked Dave Prezak for a quote mark pick. And he said, what? And I was like, I'm sorry. Can I just get a picture with you? <laughs> uh, never That's felt like embarrassing. A whole life. So you used to put fucking rear naked chokes on dudes? Well, there's a lot of guillotines um, because a lot of dumb kids would oh, just like, 
ta- try to tackle the other guy and try to just take him down. Um, but they don't have no wrestling experience. No, like they didn't like they've seen the UFC, but they didn't realize like if you just like try to tackle someone, your probably your your instinct is just to put your shoulder into it, and hey, your your head's just gonna be right there. Um, sure. And every single time someone just grabbed a guillotine, uh, just grabbed and they that tapped squeaks. immediately. Um, yeah, yeah. It was that makes sense. Probably I. It, it just because the ninety percent of the time it would end in that. Uh, it was right. I was like, guys, we you you're seeing it happen every single damn time. I know we're real dumb, um, <laughs> but let's get a little smarter. Um, so yeah, Man, I want to do some fucking. I want to go back to high school, but I want to do it in the woods, and I want to do weird fucking submission fighting in the woods. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we had guys fight fall on fire a whole lot too. So there's just like there's a lot of things that happen in the woods. You know, you got to go to Hell school yeah. in the woods. Um, the woods. We just hit people with trees. It's just a whole thing. Um, uh, man, uh, not to bring things back to the the Nick Gage Invitational three too much, but you gotta watch that show because Alex Cologne hits Masashi Takeda with a fucking branch from a tree. Oh, it's good. That somebody just carried in from the parking lot. That's perfect. That's that's that like different style fight that I want to see. Different style <laughs> fight. The style battle. Um, Jacobs does a guillotine choke. He does a tope lands in the guillotine choke which is really cool um i will say this i saw john gresham do that to nick gage oh the king at that philly show that philly powerbomb live event it's for the powerbomb tv title it's supposed to be gresham versus jody flesh but flesh fucked himself up at aiw the night before so instead they were like okay Nick Gage, dude, you gotta start watching AIW again. It's fucking good. You don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they don't. It's not free, my man. Um, well, all right, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. We've got too many. We've got too many friends who are who work there. But um, we'll talk. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck. I, don't, I was gonna say uh, big double countout tease. Here. Yeah, I was gonna say fuck the twenty countout tease is one of my notes. Um, uh, remember the uh, Silas and Brad Attitude match from the first show? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> where Brad Attitude, I guess, did a fucking moonsault off the top and got I don't know, drop kicked. I guess I still don't believe it. But did I, you watch they, it again? Well, they've put that clip in the opening package oh, for okay. every show, so I have seen it a few times now. And I, I, I fucking hate to agree with you on this, but I guess that is what happens. Um. But they did like that weird thing where the the ref counted past ten, and no one in the audience knew that it was a twenty count, and the people like booed when they <laughs> said eleven. Imagine if that match had done the double count, double count out bullshit, like with the well, there must be a winner. How do they not do? Like, I don't want to go back to that, but I do. I have to. How do they not do that on the first show? If that's going to be a thing for Evolve, you Establish do Establish the rule? Yeah. Do it you do it in like the third match in the first show. I understand Gabe's a genius, but he really he dropped just the ball had there. A misstep. Yeah. Um, and also. Man, fucking Brad Attitude should have won this match. Gabe's decision to not allow anyone to be three and O is like really weird. Just fucking Gato bullshit, you know? Gato G one bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It really, it's all about parody. Um, you don't want anyone getting too far ahead of the pack. Um, have a star. 
No, no, no. It's not Brad. It's not Brad. He's not. It's not his time. It ain't okay, his time. It doesn't have to be Brad. Have it be somebody. Um, uh, Jimmy also has the Larry Dallas, um, Sean Davis vehicle behind him. So really hard to quit on him right now. Yeah, the vehicle. Um, what kind of what kind of vehicle would you call that? <laughs> Subaru. Yeah. All right. Sure. Sure. So yeah, I thought this match was okay. This match did some things. I'm just, I was yeah, okay I liked it. Um, Third best match of the show. Ready for the next match? The last match? The main event. I've never been more ready. It was not the uh, was not labeled in the show name. Um, uh, actually, no, it was. This is Rise versus Fall. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, this is the only um, show of the first seven that. Uh, does not feature the main event in the title. Um, so Gabe thought highly of this one. Um, yeah, you said that in, in somewhere. You mentioned that you were just like, fucking, there's no... The, the, it's clearly what's happened here is that Gabe did not want to put the words Chuck and Taylor in the title of his show. Um, yeah, out of the first... Yeah, we're doing it now. I'm here. Um... 34 shows. Oh. Um, well, wow. I mean, what I'm going to say next really is going to dilute my point significantly. Um, there's four or five shows that don't have main event titles. Okay, okay. So, like, it's not the most unheard thing, but it is the, the only one of the first seven. Um, Let me ask you this. Does Chuck Taylor's name appear in any of those 34? Let's get... Let me... Let me yes. Control it does. F. It does. Oh, shit. It does. Oh, shit. It, it, it's in the first 10. Oh, my God. So, we'll be we'll be back to Chuck T. Sexy Chuck oh T. God. Let me just say about this. That picture-in-picture picture shit that they do for the main events of these shows, the entrances, um, it was cool the first, like, two times. But when it's Chuck Taylor... Yeah, it loses something. Uh, Cesaro comes out with, like... I have Cesaro. I wrote Cesaro. That's <laughs> not his name. Uh, Cesaro came out with some panties on his head. And... <laughs> and Hero has a pro wrestling Noah towel. These two guys are into some weird shit. <laughs> um and then I don't have any more notes. Um this match goes 18 minutes. Um 18:41, sorry. Want to be specific. Yeah. We'll um, just round that up to 20. Might as well. Might as well. It's long. Um it's not too exciting. I don't I I honestly didn't think it was bad. Um mm-hmm. because at least it was they had a clear idea in mind, and the idea didn't involve giving Chuck Taylor a lot of offense. Um, and it, shockingly enough, Claudio's pretty good at just doing power moves and shit. Yeah. Um, He's got a great tope. He's got... He hits a real monster one in this one. Yeah. Um, but his... So here's... I do have this written down. That his power... And I don't... I don't I'm saying I've written this down because... There's no way I could just come up with this off the cuff. Um, this is a nine fucking AM thought if there ever was one. Um, but his power spots are impressive, but less impressive since Chuck Taylor weighs roughly the same as Tatum O'Neill did in Paper Moon. 
Um, I also have that Chris Hero appears to be wearing makeup to make it look like Bobby Fish gave him a black eye. Did you I, notice this? I don't believe that's correct. Um, okay. Because that is probably the same eye he has the Band-Aid on. Um, oh, that's where he's got the Nelly. And he yeah. does have a black eye going into the Bobby Fish match. No matter what I do, going crazy. You know that song? Yeah. Over and over again. That's the one. That's the same song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think sorry to debunk your. Uh, I just started myth bust you uh, on air. Sure. Uh, Those guys are. They don't like each other. Did you know that? Do you think they fuck together? <laughs> no. Um. I hear that they realize they're not friends. Yeah. Um. That they really hate each other. Um, they think they're scumbags, the other, each other. Um, and that's fucking brutal. To it's tough it. to have friends and like keep friends over a long period of time. I like, I just heard they were never friends. Like, but they're into the same shit. Like, like discovery just came to him and like you fuckers, like it's money. Um, and they said money. That's and brutal. It happened. It's absolutely brutal. You don't need to work with anyone you like. Yeah, but. I don't know. They had such chemistry. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'll say this. All right. So I have Claudio putting on a real messed up STF after an airplane spin. Um, did you see this? I he, don't he, think I understand what, how you're describing messed up STF. Well, he hooks the leg in the wrong place. Okay. Yes. Um, it's not a, like it's a step over toe hold face lock. That's what the move is called, and he does not do a step over toe hold. He does something else, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. And I guess he's dizzy. Maybe like if we're gonna do if we're gonna yeah. write fan fiction about what this match is, um, he's dizzy, and that's why he doesn't know how to do an STF. And uh, then I started thinking about what if he. Uh, like, because the referee is, you know, obviously asking Chuck Taylor, do you want to give up? Um, and wouldn't it be funny if Claudio, because he's dizzy, see, from doing the airplane spin, he's so dizzy that he puts him in the STF and then he pukes all over the back of <laughs> Chuck Taylor's head and Chuck Taylor immediately <laughs> taps out. I think that would be a really smart finish. And I think the... Uh, I think the the uh, intelligentsia would really appreciate a smart finish like that. Yeah, Gabe's not ready for that though. Like he, Paul, Paul's certainly not ready, but Gabe just—he's not even like there yet. So it's unfortunate. Um, he's a genius, but not um, not smart. Mm. So what can you do? Um, there's not watch much. watch something else. That's what it I can do. Feels like there's a lot of rust holds um, as they were transitioning. <laughs> um, I felt like somebody put me in a rust hold while I watched this. Uh, some of the big moments were a bit clunky, so they just didn't feel as good. Um, but yeah, if you just want to watch Claudio wrestle a skinny guy for a while, there's better <laughs> matches than this. Um, but also, this is one of them. So. Yeah. Go for You're, it. You put on the show. You liked the Aeroform tag. The remote's too far away to reach it. You're, you've smoked so much weed. You cannot get up from your couch. You've sunk into it, literally and metaphorically. So you watch this, and it's 
fine because Claudia is a fucking class act. Um, Chuck but, Taylor wins. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say Claudia doesn't have bad matches. He Well, yeah, you're probably right. I don't think I can think of a – oh, I'm sure he had some in like WXW or some shit. Like hair – like Claudio with hair definitely had bad matches. Okay, yeah. Bald, um, Baldio. Um, yeah, Baldio, definitely. Um, I can say I think, man. Yeah. Um, now let me ask you something. Did hmm. you notice that you were balding and you decided to go all the way with it? And I don't want to shame. I'm not going to shame you for this. I, I'm fucking sincerely curious about how these things happen. It was a two, like a two phase approach. How old are you? Um, I'm 25. Okay. I mean, it happens at different ages for everybody. Like it's not. Yeah. So it happened like... when I was 17. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I tried to do the, like the Rogaine and stuff. Um, as a 17 year old and I sure. just was not committed to that bit or lifestyle. Cause you gotta do that like every damn That's day. A lot of maintenance. I've fucking, I've heard about that. Yeah. And I just like, ah, I can't do it. So I just was walking around where I had pretty like lengthy hair everywhere else, but this bald spot. That sucks. Um, so I just left it and I was like, you know what? It's fine. It, I, the hair covers it up. Um, except when I walk real fast, and then it flops like, <laughs> up like a like, yeah, yeah, like a, the a, Donald a, Trump walking through the wind. Yeah, like a lid. Um, it looks like yeah. a cookie jar. Um, <laughs> Stop! Move away from the. <laughs> uh, so then, over the course of the next couple of years, then I eventually just give up, and then as I enter into uh, my second year of my my second year of community college, I just shave, and then yeah, did that. Yeah. No, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a big decision to make. And I, I mean, I think you got a, I think you, you've got a very nicely shaped skull. So I think you pull it off very well. Oh, thank you. Uh, not, not everybody can do that. Um, and I, and I fucking very much appreciate you, uh, bearing your soul. Yep. Uh, as well as your head. Um, so everyone, your soul as well as your skull. If hey. anyone has heard of, uh, Claudio's story of what he did and why he did it, uh, because he had a, he had a thick, um, man of hair, um, back in the day. Um, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting. Um, I I wonder if we can look at some of those, some of the him teaming with uh, what's that guy's name? Aries. Yes. Um, and like, what wrestling? Emil Satoshi. I wonder if we can uh, see some some spots. See where he's like. I I know that I'm a beautiful man, and this is not working for me. Yeah. Um, Chuck Taylor wins this. Yes, correct. And let me say this. I have this written down, but it's incorrect, so I will change it slightly because I had person, but I will change person to man. Chuck Taylor is the only man undefeated in three matches in Evolve. Right? Period. Yes, period. But one didn't count. Yes, correct. <laughs> Coffee. Gabe, Gabe is a genius. Um, three and zero. The illustrious three and zero. You, it's difficult. It's hard to come by. Do you think Gabe had this idea from the start? I'm going to have Chuck Taylor be undefeated, but also I want to make sure he isn't pushed above anybody else. Yeah, yeah, I think he definitely is, like, he took that into account when he was doing this. That he can't let anyone, like, really gain any advantage here. So bad. 
fucking galaxy brain Gabe. This guy's he's a he's on a different level from the rest of us. No, he gets professional wrestling unlike how we do. So Yeah. Different style artist right there. Yeah. Um so what do you think about this show? Fine show, okay show, bad show, terrible. Um that was alright. I, I thought you know what? I think it was the from top to bottom, it was the easiest one for me to watch so far. Which you keep saying fine, and I think fine is fine. It's a step and in the I right think, direction. Yeah. Um I have two last notes for the post show. Oh yeah, angles. sorry. Sorry. Uh no no no, it's okay. It's okay. We I mean that's the thing is I I we haven't talked about this beforehand. You don't know if I found any of this notable, and I don't know if you found any of this notable. It's not notable. None of this shit is worth talking about. But here we are, two hours and uh, ten minutes into the call, probably two hours and two minutes into the podcast, if I were to take a guess. Um, Larry Dallas only buttons the bottom two buttons of his shirt. Yes. And I respect that. Um, and then the show ends with an ominous zoom into Adam Cole's face at the end. Um, and my guess is that he really wants to be a part of the Xanax crew. He wants to be a top earner <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I, I want to, I want to see, here's what I want to see. I want to see Adam Cole, um, out there blowing spots, him and Jimmy Jacobs doing their, just full on like benzodiazepine crew, like um, f- like tag team gimmick where the one guy is like selling as a face in peril and he's gonna go for the hot tag, but his like partner is just in a fucking clonazepam stupor on the apron and he can't tag in because he is dozing off and drooling all over himself. Like I have. I have uh, I have a lot of ideas for how I would book Evolve. Most of them are about drugs. <laughs> and I think Adam Crew, Adam Crew, Adam Cole and Jimmy Jacobs as the Xanax crew is is uh is money. I think that's I think that needs to happen. And it probably will uh if you check out the Fire Pro Wrestling World streams. <laughs> no, we'll do plugs later. But yeah, I think there's there's uh I think there's room to grow with these storylines. And I believe in Gabe because he is a fucking genius. He's got 169 IQ. Did you know that? Uh, wow. Nice. Indeed. Um, so I, I thought Evolve 3 was fine. Yeah, I Evolve 3 is okay. I have I have no major complaints with it. Um, I don't think it reaches the highs of the other of Evolve 2. Um, Chris here versus Hadaka is still the best match. Um, uh, Jimmy Jacobs would uh, beg to differ. It reaches the exact same highs. Okay. Um, I also want, I'm still wondering what's going on with Sean Davis, Larry Dallas, Gargano, and uh, Double J himself. Um, I fucking told you, man. They're selling pills. That's what's going on. Uh, not sure who this storyline's for. Um, it's for me. <laughs> I appreciate that, Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, told everyone he was going to go home that evening and watch Evolve, the award-winning Evolve 2. Um, 
So that was appreciated. He's looking forward to that part where Sean Davis tells Sumi Sakai that he wants a happy ending. Gabe's a genius. Um, Gabe does genius um, himself. Um, Sapolsky. Um, yeah, this is a... There's worse shows you could watch. There's a lot better shows. Watch Nick Gage Invitational um, from 2018. Um, better use of your time. Hell yeah. One day I'll get my voice back. Uh, okay, well, there we go. That's of all three. Um, we, this has been, we don't know if all three of all three rise or fall. Um, do you got any plugs for me, Bucky? We don't, we don't know Evolve three colon Evolve three colon rise or fall. Um, I've, I finished, I finished all my streams of me building the table. Um, the table is built. I, it's upstairs. Uh, I like to plug my table. Um, put a picture of my table in the show notes. Um, I am me and Bad Max are still streaming uh, Fire Pro. We did the Nate Hatred Invitational. No, not the. It was the Nate. It was the. It was going to be called the Nate Hatred Cup of Death or something, but there was a character limit, so we called it the H8 Climax, which regrettable decision on our part. Um, but that's the Fire Pro Wrestling World stream where we where we stream. Uh, matches that he and I book and other people suggest. Uh, we've only done one so far. Well, we've done two technically. Uh, that mat that that show ended with uh, um, Parada Morgan, I believe, losing to Nick Gage in the finals um, in an exploding barbed wire death match. So check that out. We'll be doing those. That's uh, Twitch.tv/very underscore tall underscore man. And um, been posting gifts on my corporate account that I run for a small kitchen appliance company that I won't say by name. Um, but I've just been posting gifts on there cause they let me post gifts now. And nice. I posted some, I posted a Ric Flair gif and a new day gif. And I posted a gif from the, uh, video game night in the woods earlier today on a, on a corporate kitchen appliance account. And nobody's stopping me. So until then, yeah, work your work your way up to Finley Dick. Yep, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna do Cyber the Main Man's Ass tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Test the waters. Yeah, um, that's what he was doing. <laughs> He's standing in the shower with his huge ass out. He's testing the water. Um. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at concate1992. Um. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review. I have nothing else to say. Thank you for listening. Um, tune in for the next episode of if We Don't Know Evolve 3, colon Evolve 3, colon <laughs> Rise or Fall. We Don't Know Evolve Thank 3, you. episode 4, episode Evolve 4. We Don't Know Evolve 3. Danielson versus Three Doors Down. Um, thank you. <laughs>